You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by 29 Brew Pub and Wood-Fired Pizza and To Die For Cupcakes. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey, it's time to play the music. It's time to light the lights. It's time to meet the nerds on the Nerd Overload tonight. I'm Josh. I'm Sam. I'm Cody. And I'm Samantha. Oh boy, we have a great show for you this week. A whole bunch of news. We're here. We're having a good time. Thank you for joining us. (laughs) Excellent. I was hoping someone would do that. (laughs) Before we get into that, let's do some uh, check it outs. We saw the uh, new Doctor Who. It premiered last weekend. Saturday. Saturday. Uh, It's pretty good. Yeah. I liked it. You know, a lot of people dogged on it for being kind of slow. I really liked it. I didn't think it was, definitely didn't think it was slow. It pretty much jumped from one thing to the next. Oh, yeah. There was a, there was a good uh, gut punch before every commercial break. Everyone think you're like, what? Or, you know, that cliffhanger, like, right at the end. Yeah. I was not really expecting a two-parter right off the bat. Oh, dude, all, like, I uh, looking ahead at the episode stuff, pretty much the first three or so are going to be two-parters. You're kidding. Nope. Huh. But yeah, it's a two-parter, and it ended on a pretty huge cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. Michelle I, Gomez is amazing. Is that Missy? Yes. Yes. Oh, she was really good she's in hilarious. it. She's hilarious. Yeah. I love her. I, I, I think she's my favorite character right now. The transmission they get from her, the, the <laughs> you so fine. Yeah. <laughs> you hey, so mi- fine, you blow my mind. Hey, Missy. Hey, Missy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It, she's, just, she's just on fire, like, the whole episode. Yeah. I just had a crazy thought. Um... Jenna Coleman has said that she's going to be leaving at least partway into this season, correct? Supposedly, because well, she's because she's taking a role as the Queen Elizabeth in yeah. some in yeah. something. In, in a, yeah. And what if the Doctor's next companion is the Master? I don't think so. <laughs> is Missy? I don't think so. What if it's two Time Lords just tooling around the universe, <laughs> that would be causing mischief? Cool. That would I be. I don't think they do it, but I would be for it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they'll do it because it'll be too. Be too easy. Yeah, it'd be, it's too easy, and you always they they really like having that that secondary character where the universe is bright and new to them. But yeah, it would be it would be a refreshing take to have two jaded people. True, running around, <laughs> yeah. you know, especially since one is very much still evil or not good, as she yeah. put it. Oh man, this she seriously, she was like the light of the entire episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was a good episode, too. I came in it very worried it was going to be terrible, like a lot of the episodes from last season were. I think last time they were still trying to find their footing with how Peter Capaldi was going to be the Doctor, like writing-wise. And I think they definitely went on the whole, um, this is what they want to do with it. They want to make him kind of a curmudgeon, but at the same time, almost like he's having a midlife crisis. Yeah. Though I wish they second would... life crisis. Yeah, yeah. Made his entrance. I know. Oh, yeah. Right. All those one-liners in the jokes. Okay, you're gonna have to explain that to me and our okay. listener because I didn't see it. Okay. Well, they try to find the doctor because no one—he's not answering his phone or anything like that. No one knows where he is. So through some stupid Doctor Whovian uh, Moffat science whizzing, <laughs> they uh, they find the doctor in the past in medieval England. Getting ready to go into a duel, an axe fight. Awesome. With another, with this big hulking man warrior guy. Awesome. I think I could see where this is going. Yeah. And he's standing in the middle of this arena and everyone's cheering. And he's like, Magician, where are you? Face me. 
and and uh, Missy and Clara are up on top of these ramparts, like like where is he? Where is he? And Missy's like, well, he really likes to make an entrance. He's really into anachronisms. And all of a sudden, you hear a guitar rift, <laughs> <laughs> and he comes rolling through the castle gate, playing a guitar. While ra- while riding a modern battle tank. Oh, that's awesome! With sunglasses. With on. sunglasses. Oh, on. that is excellent. And he, the, the 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 warrior guy is just standing there looking at him. and He goes, "Dude," which at first I was like, "What?" But it turns out the doctor introduced the word "dude" <laughs> into their lexicon. <gasps> Perfect. Hundreds of hundreds of years before its actual inception. That is awesome. Oh, I hope man. The, I hope the sunglasses become his thing because <laughs> they were really cool. There are also a, a lot of throwbacks in this episode. Like things people said were a lot of like throwbacks to older stuff. Like there, were, you, there was a whole Tom Baker clip. Oh yeah, at one point. Really? Yeah. 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 Um, Davros is the big focal point of the whole episode. Davros. Okay, I've heard creator, the name. Creator of the Daleks. Okay. He's, he's the half man thing that rides in the Dalek. That rides in the half a Dalek body. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, well, apparently he's dying. He's the Commander Pike. Yeah, 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 he looks a lot like Commander Pike. Yeah. Okay. And Star Trek reference. Yeah, Star Trek references in our Doctor Who discussion. But anyway. It's space, it's, whatever. Yeah, it's space. Okay. From the 60s. So. And there's like a whole part where like Davros is like, Doctor, did you miss our conversations? And all these panels like light up all these screens. And it's like all these different conversations past doctors have had with Davros. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Uh, at one point, the doctor makes a reference. I think it's part of his midlife crisis thing. He's having trouble grasping on how much time he's spent somewhere. Mm. He's thought he's only been somewhere for like a couple days. He's been there for like he was in medieval England for like three weeks. Oh, okay, but he's like he's like just yesterday I was wearing a bow tie, and the day before that it was a long scarf. Okay, so his like perception of time has gotten warped. Yes, so he's still not he's still not right from his regeneration. I'm, who knows, yeah. honestly. Or it maybe might be it's a time lord thing. I don't yeah, know. it might be a yeah. time lord thing. It might be just he's he's reached such an age now. He's well, obviously time already literally meant nothing to him. But I don't know. It was a really good episode. Um, I can't wait for uh, see. It would be tonight's episode. Yeah, I just love Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I I liked the episode so much. I even didn't get angry at the stupid use of special effects oh. to make Missy's head pop out of a, a video monitor. Oh, yeah. Like, a, like they, a stupid cartoon character. And they did a dumb cartoon sound again like they did last season premiere. That's weird. Why, yeah. do they, why are they doing that? I don't know. But they only did it once. It only lasted for like two seconds. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as last time. It like time. the clown hammer? Yeah. Bong. That was awful. Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, that part was pretty jarring, but it's the only, like, down point I really saw in the entire episode. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. It was pretty solid. And go see it at the Grandview, everybody. That's where we went. We went to the Grandview Theater in Columbus. They play every new episode. Yeah, and it's free, right? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely free. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really good. They're owned by uh, Studio 35 now, aren't they? Yep. Yeah, but it's still the same people. Still. Oh, it is. It. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, I was wondering how that worked out. Well, I've been watching a little bit of TV, too. I watched the first episode of the Heroes Reborn miniseries. How was that? Oh, it sure was Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? It, um, it wasn't bad. I, I'll say that. It wasn't like season two, season three, half of season four Heroes. Um, they're setting up some interesting things, and I think... By doing this as a miniseries instead of a full like ser- ongoing, 
I think this season is going to work out really well because they don't have the time to put in all the extra maudlin and like the protracted dialogues and like the filler episodes. Don't worry. There's plenty of maudlin and overacting and like super like dramatic over overreactions to things in this, but it was decent. Um, People with powers have been popping up more and more often. And now the world knows about that. And, um, there was a big, huge event that was being held in like Odessa, Texas, which is where like the original series really, yeah, circled around, and then it exploded, <laughs> and no one really knows why. And a lot of the main characters from the original series are all dead. Uh, really, the only ones from the original series that you see is um, Jack Coleman as Noah Bennett, the horn-rimmed glasses guy. Mm-hmm. And you see his old partner, the Haitian, for maybe a scene and a half until he dies. <laughs> and they name check a few people, but like, like Peter. No. Oh. Like, do you remember the character Molly Walker, the little girl who could uh, track heroes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they found a new actress for her. They aged her up about twenty years. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but she is a character in this. Huh. Um, I know Matt Parkman's going to show up at some point. Greg mm. Grimberg. Yeah. Which. We talked about um, basketball last week. <laughs> He's in that. He's one of the New York informants. Uh, I forgot to mention that, but uh, it's interesting. And all, all of the different moving parts seem to work pretty well hmm. together, except for one. Don't get me wrong. This is an awesome sequence, and I have a feeling if they play it right, these are going to be really good characters. There is a sequence that takes place in Japan. Of course. Yes, they're they're trying to parallel the uh, hero and Ando storyline from the last series with these two characters. One of them is a avid MMORPG player, and this uh, girl that lives in this apartment that the guy played the game and found this secret message to go to this apartment, and she doesn't know anything about anything. As it kind of comes to find out, she doesn't really have powers, but maybe her dad did, who created the the uh, MMO. And has the ability to, like, transport things from the real world to the game world, kind of. It's really hazy. They don't explain it. But there are multiple sequences that is animated in this show. And it comes out of nowhere. And it has ties nothing in with the rest of the series. And it makes no sense. (laughs) It's not even good animation. And it doesn't look good. We sat here before we recorded and watched some of it. And it just looks like really, like, low-rendered, like... Yeah, it looks like hot garbage. It looks like a... uh... (laughs) Nickelodeon CG show from uh, five years ago. Yeah, it ten looks... Ten years ago. Ten years ago. It looks real bad. And I know why they did it. It's so that they could get away with, like, cutting dudes in half with swords and stuff. Because they couldn't do that with real, you know, real television. They, they could, you know, with the with the hero's name, they could have at least poured in some money to actually make it look good. Yeah, no. No, well, I mean, Heroes hasn't been on the air for, what, almost ten years? Wow! No, yeah. no, that's that's not right. Maybe maybe six, it's maybe six a, or seven. It's, it's been it's been a while. It has been a while. <clears throat> it has been longer than it originally aired, <laughs> if that makes sense. But it just that scene didn't make a whole lot of sense. But I'm interested in seeing where it goes. The uh, one storyline is following this kid who has like teleportation powers, but not like on himself. He like he focuses his energy and teleports other things. Huh. And I haven't looked it up on IMDb because I feel like it's cheating, but I've seen that actor before. I've seen the kid before, and I don't hmm. know where 
where he's from. Alto. How, how's that cheating if you truly don't know? Because I no, I've seen the guy before, and it's going to come to me, and I just don't remember it. You don't want to give up. I don't want to give up. I'm not giving up on this. But I'm going to keep watching it only because it's 13 episodes, and like I said, it's cutting all the fat. Yeah. So hopefully there'll there be were, something good. Yeah, there were a lot the leaner, of leaner, meaner heroes. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of like story arcs and things in the in the old series that probably really weren't that necessary. Oh my god, you're not kidding. <laughs> I know. But um, there's also a um, a segment that is very close to both Daredevil and also Luchadors. <laughs> and if anyone knows me, those are two things that I'm interested in. <laughs> Yeah, like this guy was had super strength and has been helping out people with powers and like an underground railroad kind of thing through the church. <laughs> and uh, he goes around as El Vengador. El <laughs> Vengador. Oh, no. Yeah, no. And in the first scene of him as El Vengador, he gets shot and is killed and his brother has to take up the mantle. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and you find out the priest who, who has been kind of spearheading this movement because it's an underground railroad of, of people trying to get to Vancouver, Canada. Why? Because it's cheaper to shoot there, apparently. <laughs> it's those tax breaks. Yeah. It's actually one of the coolest things. He's in confession and he's talking to this priest and, you know, talking back and forth. And the priest says, you know, he says, why are you helping them? He goes, you know, I have a higher calling to help people in need. And, you know, and then and then the priest turns into smoke and blows through the confessional window. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's yeah. a vampire? Yeah, he's, yeah right. <laughs> But uh, it's interesting. It's it's interesting, and I'm definitely going to keep watching it, and hopefully it turns into something halfway decent, <laughs> which, I mean, is the best you can ask for when it comes to heroes, is something decent. <laughs> it, it'll never be Heroes Season 1. It will never be the first half of Season 1, no. You can pretty much say that about any network TV, like, action-based show. Yeah. At least it's decent. <laughs> yeah. But it's weird with heroes because, you know, they... That second season was cut so short, and they ended up like all the storylines in it because of the writer strike. It was like one of the major victims of the of that writer strike that year. And when it came back, it was like Pet Cemetery. When it came back in season three, <laughs> it, it came, came back, back wrong, but it was it didn't come back right. <laughs> and season four was starting to turn it around, but it just the nail was in the coffin. And hopefully, this kind of puts a good capper to the series so to the it can franchise. just to the yeah. franchise so it can just end and be done and have a a satisfying ending because the end of season four was not satisfying at all i hope the people that are doing the x-files and uh can uh, kind of watch this and kind of gauge yeah what works and what doesn't i think it's mostly shot now though really yeah uh mm. no here's hoping then yeah <laughs> uh i do have one other real quick one um the game Shovel Knight. I'm going to talk about a video game. That's weird, right? <laughs> That's my territory. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm, I'm creeping in. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> but no, the uh, the game Shovel Knight had a free uh, update uh, here about a week or so ago with the um, second like it's almost like a sequel game almost uh, called Plague of Shadows, and uh, uses almost all the same assets from the original games, but. You're following one of the bosses. Yeah. Plague Knight. The, the Order of No Quarter. Yeah. And he is going through and he's like stealing the essence of all the other members of the Order to concoct like the ultimate potion or something like that. And 
it's really fun, and I have never rage quit a game so hard in my entire life. <laughs> because, well, here's the thing. I made the mistake of buying it on the 3DS, and from years of not playing games, I don't have the manual dexterity to actually do some of the stuff that is required. And I haven't been able to beat the original Shovel Knight because of it. I'm to the final boss on that. I am at level three of Plague Knight campaign, and I cannot get past it. <laughs> Like, the character is, and this is no fault of the game, it's totally on my end, but the character is really floaty, like, the knockback is, like, crazy if you get hit, and he has this, he has a double jump, and he actually has a triple jump where uh, you have to charge the attack button, and he explodes and bounces high into the air, (laughs) and it's super, it's really cool, it's a really cool mechanic, and it makes playing the levels really fresh, but it is incredibly hard to control. Like, I have bomb-jumped into pits so many times, (laughs) and, like, it's really, it's just really difficult to control, and I don't know how I'm going to get through this game. But it's it was free, so there's no reason not to try it if you have the game. And if you don't have the game, pick up the game, because now you're, like, getting two games. Yeah, Shovel Knight's definitely worth getting. It's a fantastic game. Oh, yeah, I love it, but I almost threw my 3DS across the room because I was so (laughs) mad at it. I was like, ah, God, I can't get past this one part. But that's that's all I have. Uh, there, there's a review of Persona 4 dancing all night up on the site that I did, so check that out. Nice. Did uh, they dance all night? They do. Awesome. Maybe not as much as they should in story mode. <laughs> <laughs> it's got like a visual novel style story mode, and it is expansive. Ah. Just like there's been times where I'm like, I just want to do the dancing. Come on. Not Said the story- no gamer ever. That the story, not that the story is not good, but there's long times between actual playing, playing, yeah, to where I completed the free dance mode way before I completed the story. <laughs> but it's re- it's a good game. It's worth checking out. Cool. Read the review. Yeah, I go spent over there. Time writing it. Read it. Darn it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's about it. No, we're forgetting something. Comic Con. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cody and I both independently went down to uh, the Wizard World Columbus Comic Con this past weekend, and uh, you know it was a good time. Yeah, it, it was a Wizard. It was a Wizard World Con. Yeah, I mean, you know, their cons are usually about the same wherever you go, and I mean, you know, for better or worse, it's like walking into a mire at any town. You know, yeah. and they're all pretty much laid out the same, so you know, kind of where everything's at. But no, it was fun. Uh, there, we put up a huge uh, article on the website of cosplay that we saw. Some great stuff there. There's some really good stuff, some really creative stuff. I learned that I need to get a new camera because half the pictures are blurry, but <laughs> the ones that aren't blurry are real good. I got a, didn't really get a chance to talk to many celebrities. Um, we got into that a little bit last week, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but I did get a chance to speak with a, co- a webcomic artist that I'm a big fan of, Brad Geiger. He does a webcomic called Evil Inc. And uh, just really, really nice guy. He's based out of uh, Philadelphia. And uh, you, didn't, go- you didn't call his comic by the wrong name this time. No, you? not this time. No, thankfully not this time. But uh, really nice guy. I got a sketch from him. It's the only money I spent while I was there. Um, <clears throat> but no, it was a good time. Just kind of wandering around. Yeah. I, I the only thing I really did other than wander the halls is go to Michael Rooker's panel. Oh yeah, how and was that? And it was hilarious. Yeah. He just pestered the audience for the entire time. He doesn't stay on the stage like most people. He's just up walking around. Oh, that's great. Talking to everybody. 
cracking jokes being michael rooker <laughs> that's that's awesome yeah i yeah. wish i wish i would have gotten i wish i would have gotten there in time to see that panel i think i got there right as it was starting but uh no that's that's awesome yeah it was really good and but, and i bought some board games for you know decent amount of money so that's cool <laughs> oh right on i watched scream queens oh, oh. I want, i've wanted to watch that is it good i loved it it had a two-hour premiere cool <laughs> it's hilarious what is it about um, it's basically making fun of uh, slasher films. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, it's basically making fun of like uh, like Wes Craven style stuff. I mean, there's other little elements here and there, and like with maybe like a little bit of Mean Girls and you know some other stuff. It's just really funny. Like the various actors and actresses that pop up, like maybe for like two seconds. I know Jamie Lee Curtis is like a. She's the dean of the college. Oh, okay. Um, she's she's pretty funny. Niecy Nash pops up for like two seconds. <laughs> I like her. As She's a security funny. guard. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, weren't you in Reno? <laughs> the, 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 the serial killer who they've yet to reveal who it is, yet they do that whole like tropey horror movie thing where they kind of like, it could be anyone kind of thing. <laughs> like, like, like on Miss Music will play with somebody like looking or like someone will say something and then the next scene like, kind of what they said happens okay um but the the the, the serial killer looks like uh like an old school 50s style kind of devil oh that's kind of funny yeah. like the character like the devil oh like, cool like the red unitard uh-huh and that. uh-huh <laughs> that's awesome. great like with a cape and a mask oh man does he have a little tiny pitchfork no he doesn't have a pitchfork oh. but he's got like these like clawed gloves okay uh and like his mask has like a little black goatee <laughs> I love it. It's it's just really funny. There's one point where uh um what's her name? Um she's a musician. Uh Shakira. No, 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 no. God, no. <laughs> but her Ar- humps don't Aria, lie. Aria uh Grande. Grande. Yes, her. She's in it. Oh. Uh she's one of the sorority sisters. Okay. Like the main sorority sisters are all like there's Chanel who's the leader of them and then there's Chanel number 2. Chanel number 3. <laughs> She's, and, and she plays Chanel number two. <laughs> oh, that's and, funny. Yeah, and like the and uh, and all all the Chanels except for her are like prissy like white wasp girls. <laughs> and the uh, one token Chanel. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And uh, she's like pack. She's like packing or doing something. She's trying to go somewhere. And there's like a knock at the. There's like a text on her phone. She goes, "Will you answer the door?" And there's like a knock at the door. It's like from an unknown number. And she opens the door, and it's the devil guy. And she's like, for, for, at first she's scared. And uh, he's, like, texting her phone. Like, he's standing right there. He goes, do you want to dance with the devil? <laughs> and she kind of has, like, this kind of, like, look on her face, almost like bedroom eyes. Oh, jeez. And she's like, sure. And they kind of do, like, this little waltz for, like, a second. It was almost like uh, like Jack Nicholson's Joker on top of the on the cathedral. <laughs> <laughs> and um, From Batman, if it, Yeah, from Batman. That from the reference. 1989 Batman. Yeah. And, um... And then she's kind of laughing, and then he te- and he's like texting her right in front of her, and he says, "I'm going to kill you now." And she texts back, "What? Why?" <laughs> oh, and he man. like stabs her, and she falls down, and she's not quite dead yet, and she's like, and then she texts, "Why are you doing this?" <laughs> now is this a miniseries or is it a full? I don't like, know. Show? I don't know. Um, but it premiered this week, and it's like I said, it's like a two-hour premiere. It's just really fun. 
funny. Yeah, I gotta watch this. And That's there's like awesome. so many tropes and so many references, and you're like, oh, I just loved it. That's great. <laughs> I'm so glad TV is back, guys. I oh, know, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, let's see here, Shield is next Tuesday. Oh yeah, I've seen some stuff with uh, the Inhumans. Yeah, it's very Inhumans heavy. Yeah. Flash and Arrow come back in two weeks. Last Man on Earth is Sunday. Uh, Bob's Burgers is Sunday. Bob's Burgers is Sunday. Oh, cool. Oh, what a wonderful time for me to not have cable. <laughs> eh, there's Hulu. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. No, I got And it. apps. There's lots of apps. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we watch everything on Hulu anymore. Pretty much. Yeah. All right, well, hey, do you want to go ahead and take a break here and then come back with some news? Yeah. 29 Brew Pub and To Die For Cupcakes is a supporter of local radio programs like Nerd Overload. 29 Brew Pub offers wood-fired pizzas and sandwiches, craft beers and local liquors, and To Die For's Gourmet Cupcakes. They also host a local bike night every Thursday. 29 Brew Pub and To Die For Cupcakes, 1692 Marion Mount Gilead Road, right in front of Office Depot, 740-751-4586, and also on Facebook.
And we're back. That was Manamana, the Muppet song covered by the band Cake. Uh, pretty good cover. They're a great band, too. Oh, I love them. Yeah. One of my favorites. Cake. Yeah. The Distance is probably one of my favorite songs. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. But uh, we played that because we are going to talk about the new Muppets show. We, that's something we all sat and watched. Yes. And uh, I think we all have opinions. So who wants to get started? Uh, overall, I liked it. Yeah? Like, in the end, it was good. I mean, it wasn't amazing. Like, I didn't love it, but I did not like it either. Yeah. I think there's... I saw potential. Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. definitely potential in it to get better. And it was a lot different than anything the Muppets have ever done. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little more real. <laughs> yeah. If you can make felt puppets real. Yeah. But, uh, no, I liked it as well. It was It was good. I think they got most of the characterizations pretty well correct with the Muppets. They all sound like the Muppets, which is good. Yeah. They didn't introduce, you know, any new... Well, no, I guess they did introduce yeah. a new Muppet, but, like, not a super... Not like the Muppet movie from a couple years ago where, like, what was his name? Wallace or something like that? Oh, God, I can't Walter? remember. Walter, Wal- Walter, yeah. where it was, like, the Mary Sue character, like the <laughs> like the character intro point. Yeah. Like, it was about, like, the core Muppets, mm-hmm. which is good. Same the eagle as the... Uh, sensor guy. Network as the sensor, Network yeah. sensor is perfect. <laughs> Very perfect. But, uh, no, I thought it was good. Um, I really, I really liked it. Um, I won't say that it was like the best thing I've ever seen, but I, I, I really did enjoy it. Don't go into it expecting the Muppet Show. No, basically. No, no. Like it's, it's not even the. It's a different kind of humor, even I think. It's, oh it's, yeah. It's like a Thirty Rock. Yeah. Oh, it's very much Thirty Rock. But mm-hmm. then again, Thirty Rock is very much the Muppets with humans. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> it's interesting. The premise of everyone writing for Miss Piggy Piggy's talk show. Is an interesting take. Like, they're not writing for The Muppet Show. Yeah, it's li- up up late with Miss Piggy. Yeah. Which, it, it's kind of, it's a lot like um, Muppets Tonight. A little bit. Yeah, although Muppets Tonight wasn't a talk show, though. No, it had sketches and stuff. Yeah. But it did also have this, like, behind-the-scenes TV studio thing. That's true. Going on. Yeah. That's they, true. I mean, Gonzo was writing a sketch for... Uh, uh, Tom Bergeron? Yeah. <laughs> Tom Bergeron was hilarious. Yeah, it was. Really funny. Yeah. Did, did anyone tell Tom Bergeron he's not on the show? No. But he knows now. <laughs> <laughs> he just slow walks away. And Scooter or Scooter's like, uh, I'll sell, I'll send him I'll send him a basket with some fancy salami. Scooter. I said scooter. No, Kermit just goes, Scooter. Regular salami. Yeah, the reg- <laughs> the regular salami will be fine. <laughs> Uh, Which brings me to like to the point we've all kind of agreed on. Kermit's kind of a jerk. Oh, they've yeah. He is probably of the Muppets. He's the one that has written most out of character, which is kind of weird. Yeah, he's not that hard of a character to get. No, but like he is going through stuff, so I wonder if that's something to do with it. Oh sure. I mean, I'm sure over the course of the series, it's going to. He'll get back to being. He'll get a, back the to Kermit it. that we kind of know. Yeah, but I mean, he is kind of cynical, and just kind of a downer. This. <laughs> Yeah. Starting out. It's weird. Yeah, and I tell you what, I don't like Denise. The new the, the new pig girlfriend. The new pig girlfriend. There's something not right about that character. I don't yeah. know. I, I think she's definitely up to something. I think she's trying to get like a writing job on the show or something. Because when she comes in bringing him, does he bring, bring everybody food in the writer's room? She makes a joke and Kermit goes, you don't have to make a joke every time you come into the writer's room. 
God knows these guys don't. But <laughs> yeah. like, I think she's trying to to write for the show. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because she just works in like marketing or something, right? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's weird because they got like a bunch of like actual celebrities to like come on and do stuff. Oh sure, and th- they'll continue to do that. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a very muppety thing. To it do. is a very muppety mm-hmm. thing, but it's not like full things either. It's just like. Like, Imagine Dragons didn't even play a full song. They p- played, like, the chorus of a song. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if that's going to become a running gag, because Animal escapes. Yeah. Like, at the end. <laughs> yeah. At the end true. credits, yeah. And then the uh, the old guys, drums the way out. Let's make a break for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad they put Statler and Waldorf back in it. Oh, yeah. 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 For other than Kermit, really, the most of the Muppets were really written really well. Uh, Fozzie was great. Fozzie was yeah. the best part. He, yeah, his whole deal with dating a, a human girlfriend uh-huh. was just his, great. His jokes were just good. Like the things they wrote for him were just great. Well, him driving to his girlfriend's house and talking <laughs> about you know when you're when you're on a a dating site and you say you're a full bodied bear looking for love, you get a lot of <laughs> wrong responses. Wrong, wrong responses. Well, not wrong responses. Just. Wrong for me. <laughs> and that, that, just the timing on that was perfect. <laughs> it was really good. Yep. And I'm, I'm really glad to see Ricky Lindholm from Garfunkel and Oates be yeah. cast yeah. as his girlfriend because she is an excellent actress. And she actually has some ties to um, the Big Bang Theory, who is the guy who created Big Bang Theory is the guy who's doing this. Okay. Um, she really? was, yeah, she was in an episode or two as like Sheldon's like crazy like assistant. Oh, okay. I yeah. know too much about the Big Bang Theory. I'm sorry. <laughs> But I'm glad to see she's getting some work. <laughs> that dinner, like the dinner party, mm-hmm. and like the jokes. He's like, the salmon's really good. And then her dad's like, oh, he likes the salmon. But where, what are your kid, where are your kids going to go to the bathroom? The woods? Hey, that, <laughs> is, a race, that is a hurtful stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're talking about like getting, like, go, like, do you go down to the river and get your salmon? He goes, actually, I go to Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. That scooter being thrown off of a golf cart by Elizabeth Banks was pretty good. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's trying to like avoid Piggy because they he, Kermit thought that the whole reason Piggy wanted her off the show was some stupid reading or something. Yeah, something like that. It's it was it was good. I'm gonna keep watching it. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna keep watching it. But I mean, it can definitely go from here. I can kind of see like as the season progresses, like Kermit getting fed up with the Piggy talk show and leaving and having that become like a major plot point mm-hmm. where, where they go from that. I'm not sure that was telegraphed pretty early. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And that breakup scene <clears throat> between him and piggy, that was, that was kind of rough. Yeah. Yeah. That got real. There was no yeah. comedy in that. No. It was just like, I felt kind of bad for Kim, like for miss piggy, like the way she like, like Kermit even says, you know what? I'm tired of the, the miss piggy. Why can't you ever just like, be my girlfriend. Oh, it, yeah, was, I mean, it was so real. Yeah, it was. It was a little raw. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Piggy's just like, like the inflection of her voice, like Kermit, and they just kind of looked at her and just walked away. And I was like, God, jeez, love is dead. Yeah, <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, and it isn't a more adult Muppets, but I would still let a kid watch it because I think all of the adult jokes are sly enough that they'd fly over a kid's head. Right, and you know what? People who think um, that the original Muppet Show was just for kids, oh yeah, uh, is is looking back with rose colored glasses. That show was more for adults than than kids anyway. Yep. So yeah, this whole thing about oh the the Muppets aren't for kids anymore. Well, no, they were always. The, the the kidification of the Muppets has really only been in the last, like, maybe 10 years. 
I'd say ten, Muppet 10 15. Muppet ba- between Muppet Babies and Muppets in Space, which was definitely a kids movie. And Muppet Treasure Island. Well, yeah, they're like their their book adaptations. Those were more for kids. But like the original movies and the original show and stuff like that, there was as much adult human humor as there was, you know, yeah, kids humor. I think some people win it because I I've, I've been seeing a lot of hate for it. A lot of people not happy with it. The one million moms are yeah. going nuts over it. They they want a petition. They wanted that show off the air now, Ugh. and that. That's a little extreme. Oh, that's people, actually that's a lot extreme. Those people are terrible. Yeah, a little bit. But they also wanted J.C. Penny to pull an ad because it had a same-sex couple in it. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's where they're coming from. Yeah, so their opinion is doesn't matter. <laughs> but like everyone's, I, in my in my in my opinion, I think people went into it thinking, oh, you know, it's the Muppets, and like you said, looking back on rose tinted glasses. And, uh, you know, expecting, you know, oh, it's going to be like the Muppets that we kind of, kind of know. And not so much maybe kind of what the old Muppet show used to be like. Right. I think they were, they went into it expecting a lot of goofy... Um, antics. Antics, yeah. And there was, there was still there was antics. Some. Oh, yeah. But, but it was a lot more grounded Muppets. Yeah. yeah. I can see the antics being, like, relegated to Pepe the Prawn and Rizzo and... Um, Gonzo. Gonzo. But which, even, but even which Gonzo, fits there. but even Gonzo was kind of subdued a little bit. Yeah, he was more like I'm trying to be a writer, and this is my skit, and not so much I'm getting shot out of a cannon. Yet, y- yeah, yeah. It, it reminds me a lot of when that new Looney Tunes show came out that was more of a sitcom. On oh Cartoon yeah, Network. where where it was Daffy and Bugs like sharing an apartment yeah, or something. And a lot of people were mad about that because it was different. But that show was by no means bad either. Yeah, it was just different. I guess just because. This new Muppets is taking a different approach. It doesn't erase old Muppets. Yeah. If you want your old Muppets, there are three seasons of it on DVD you can go pick up. You can There's find it on Hulu. On and, Hulu. Yeah. yeah, you can find it on Hulu. You can watch the mm-hmm. movies. It doesn't erase the no. old Muppets no, just it, because this is the new Muppets. And even in like the trailers leading up to this premiere of this show, is the Muppet history is not erased. Right. Because there's like a, it's not in the episode, but it was in one of the trailers. I don't know, maybe if it's a ba- like a flashback scene later in the series or something. But it was Miss Piggy going, and you are real. And Gonzo's like, really? We did three TV shows, five movies together. I want to see your name is Gary. Yeah, Gary. We'll go with that. <laughs> like, it's an interesting, different take, and it deserves the time that it gets. Like, I, I agree. I mean, it's just a premiere. You know, let let the, let the let the story develop. Oh yeah, they are I mean, obviously they have a set point of where they want the story to go. Oh sure, and it always takes at least six or seven episodes before when a new series starts before the the, char- the writers really find the voices of the characters. Yeah, yeah, and this is no exception. No, oh man, poor Beaker. Oh, <laughs> the two when he got tased. Yeah, <laughs> and then Kermit's like looks at Bunce and he's like, "Is that safe?" He's like, "Of course, I'm wearing gloves." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they didn't even explain why they're there. <laughs> yeah, they're just there. Actually, I think they're part of. Uh, I think they're part of like the camera crew or something, like some like technical engineer or something. Is it weird that they put in the like the the other bear character? Oh, like he uh, had a couple Bobo, of Bobo. The... Yeah, like he had a kind of a larger part. I like that that character. <laughs> oh, I like him too. But he's I... a newer Muppet. Yeah, and same thing with um, Uncle Uncle Creepy or whatever his name is, the the blue guy. I don't remember. The, with the with the lint roller. Oh, yeah. Oh, Is he yeah. the same guy that punched Fozzie in the face? No. Uh, no, no, that was a different monster. No, the one that came up and lint rolled Kermit. 
<laughs> on the skin. <laughs> skin. Skin. Skin! And like the lit roller sticks to his arm and he's like flailing around. <laughs> and they plumped Kermit up a little bit too. Yeah. He's got the paunch. Which they made a reference to. They did. Yeah. Miss Piggy's like, they're having like a kind of a, a, an argument behind door and like the camera crew, camera crew is like looking through the crack and like, and it's like, let's just be completely honest with each other. Okay. I hate your girlfriend and you've got a, and you've got a little belly. And then he just walks away. And he's like, looking in the mirror like, well, maybe if I stand up straight. I, no, I, I no. am standing up straight. <laughs> so, but I'm, you know, I would recommend it. I would say go check it out. It's on Hulu. It's on, is it ABC? Yep. A- ABC, yep. Right. Well, because Disney, of course. Sure. Yeah. Well, speaking of other TV stuff, uh, Nickelodeon actually oh, man. Uh, I'm so announced uh, a, a kind of anything. It's Nickelodeon, but it's a Teen or it's on their sister network, Teen Nick. Teen Nick, right? And it is a new um, block of programming that it caters directly to children of the '90s, which is everyone in this room, <laughs> uh, called the Splat. And they're going to be replaying. This kind of ties into uh, the reboots that we talked about last week of. Rugrats and uh, well, Hey I Arnold. Think, I don't think there's so much reboots. I think this is re-airing re-airings of the old shows. Right. But yeah, they're going to be re-airing the entire like a whole bunch of programming. Oh yeah, I, I, I read a thing last night. It was like a huge block of stuff. Uh, I'm pulling here. it up right now. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head here while you're pulling it up. Uh, All Real Monsters, Rugrats, Hey Dude, Hey Arnold, um, Wild hey, Thornberries. Hey Dude. Uh, are you afraid of the dark? Just in time for Halloween. Yeah. I think Carissa explains it all. Oh, wow. That's a deep cut. Yeah, I know. Doug. I don't remember actually seeing Doug on the list. Oh, wait. Disney owns Doug, so probably not Doug. Why would Disney own Doug? Disney bought Doug from Nickelodeon. Oh. Remember Disney's Doug? No, I don't. Like, the last season or couple seasons were Disney. Yeah, I do remember that. Is that where they're a little older? Yeah, they changed And Roger was, like, rich? Yep, that's Disney's Doug. I can't think of any, like a time where that's ever happened with any other sh- like show where like one network has a successful show and then the other one just buys it. Power Rangers. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say Power, Power Rangers. Rangers was originally Fox with Saban, and mm-hmm. they went to Nickelodeon, and now they're on Disney. I think I've been to Scrubs too. Last season was. Oh yeah, yeah it was Scrubs. Right. Yeah. I really liked Scrubs for a while, and then I watched it so much that now I hate it. <laughs> I like turned around on it real quick. I don't know why. Oh god, there's like they're they're talking about doing all kinds of stuff with it. Like um for Halloween time, they're having um they're doing they're bringing back their their uh, knicker treat kind of segments. A lot of, I think they're bringing back a lot of the old segments to just kind of play for like nostalgia value. Are they going to bring back that Mark Summers haunted house show? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Do you remember that show? No. They they would play it at Halloween. It was like a Halloween special with a bunch of kids running through a haunted house with Mark Summers. Oh, yeah, okay, I do remember that. You don't remember that? You're making a face like you have no idea no. what I'm talking about. I forget what it was called. Was that maybe Nick or Treat? No. It was, it was way... It was before Snick, I think. It was oh, yeah, like, they're also bringing back like all that and Keenan and Kel. Mm-hmm. We had a reunion on Jimmy <laughs> Fallon, like just... The other day. I know. Did you, did you watch that? I did not actually I watch watched it. it. It was a little weird. But it was nice seeing um, them get back together. Because Keenan seemed genuinely happy to see Kel. Well, Keenan's back on Nickelodeon anyway. I know Kel is. Oh, Kel is. Sorry. Yeah, Kel. That's what I, I, I read an interview like a while ago like where like Kel was kind of talking about how like somebody asked him like why Keenan and Keenan don't work together anymore. And he said basically Keenan kind of wanted to stop associating with him because he was trying, he thought it would hurt his SNL 
um, reputation in his adult improv work, which is kind of a crappy thing. Well, but I can kind of see it, you know. I mean, after Chris Farley passed, David Spade had a heck of a time trying to find work because they they were those two were associated so closely. So I can kind of it is kind of a kind of a crummy thing to do, but I can understand the reasoning behind it. I can't find the list, but it's all it's all the old '90s stuff like Pete and Pete. Oh, Pete uh, and Pete was the best. I don't think I saw Pete and Pete on the list I saw. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I, I've, I've saw, I saw Pete and Pete. Well, they would, who knows? They would have to bring back Pete and Pete. That they have to. Yeah. But they talked about doing like special weeks where like um, Rugrats is going to have a Reptar week mm-hmm. with episodes focusing on that. Uh, a Hey Arnold week for the Stoop Kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, my favorite, Rocco's Modern Life, uh, is coming back. Yes. It is on there. I didn't see if Zim was on there. Uh, no, I don't. Because I, I think that was 2000s, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Zim is, I think Zim, I think there's a lot of weird litigation with Zim. Yeah, that too. There's too many hands in the pot on that one. Yeah. Same with uh, Rocket Power. I don't think. I didn't really care for Rocket yeah, Power. Well, I didn't either, but. It was garbage. Yeah. These kids kids are really liking skateboards these days. We need a cartoon with skateboards in it. Skateboards and surfing. Yeah. And... Pretty much. Here's the pasty white kid who just moved and who's not into that, but he's kind of getting into it. <laughs> yeah. And their dad is gay, right? I don't yes. remember that. No, I don't remember that at all. Remember he, he was like an old surfer. Yeah. I don't think he was canon gay, but I think, See, I don't, I think yeah. he was probably gay. I don't remember enough about Rocket Power to honestly to make a judgment call on that. But anyway, the splat. It's going to be great. I'm okay, really excited it's gonna for on it. Teen Nick. It's going to air from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., which is going to be interesting to see how they go up against uh, Adult Swim yeah. on Cartoon Network. That's yeah. going to be their like their one major rival. Like, rival. And Adult Swim is really, really like embedded in there. Although Adult Swim is kind of winding, is it kind of winding down? Maybe a little that's bit. That's what well, I had to say. What's on Adult Swim other well, than Aqua- Rick and Morty? Aqua Teen has, is done. Is done. And Aqua Teen's like the last of the old Vanguard, really. Yeah. Yeah. If you think they about really it, they really are. Because, you know, Space Ghost doesn't air anymore. No. Uh, Not even Brack Show. Yeah, they, Brack don't, show they don't have anything from the C-Lab people anymore. They're on FX now. Right. Yep. Uh, Squidbillies? Does anyone care I about Squidbillies? Squidbillies? I, I like Squidbillies, but I haven't watched it in ten years. Yeah. Uh, God, I hate Squidbillies. Super Jail's terrible. I like Super Jail. I hate it. 12 Ounce Mouse? I don't think they do not, it anymore. That, no, they stopped that a long time ago. Yeah, that, that was, was not, terrible. That was not good. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, weird anime reruns and Rick and Morty. Yeah. If they ever do another Venture Brothers. They are. They are. It's coming yeah. back soon, actually. Really? Yes. I, what did I say? I, I think, forget, but I it was really February. I love okay, Venture good. <sighs> they could put those out whenever they want. You know what? Yeah. I, know. I don't I, care I, how I, long I have to wait. I've come to the conclusion Venture Brothers airs like British television. It's yeah. not canceled, but they haven't made a new episode in two well, years. Well, it's just, you know, they take their time, and it's like whenever they have a batch done, they're like, here, here you go. There's no, the, like, set And seriously, season. they're all gold. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. why it's so good, is mm-hmm. they, they actually give it time. Yeah. I think Dr. Orpheus is, like, one of my favorite characters. Oh, yeah. Him and him and Brock. Oh. <laughs> Smells my cat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I ever watched all the last season of Venture Brothers. I haven't i know i haven't i know i haven't either i hope they put it on hulu or something hulu so has catch like out. A, hulu has a bunch mm-hmm. hulu has like a couple seasons i know i recently watched all the first season because it was on netflix yeah but. but after hulu got that deal with uh turner and got all the adult swim cartoon network stuff um they got a they got like two or three seasons of metalocalypse like the five seasons of regular show and and six seasons of adventure time 
uh, I think a bunch of seasons of, of Venture Brothers. Cool. A lot of stuff. Cool. What happened oh. to uh, Metalocalypse? What happened to Metalocalypse? I don't know. It just ended. I never, I never saw beyond the first episode. Really? Really? Not first episode, first season. Oh. Well, still, really. I, I, Some I, of the I, better episodes were in that second season. Yeah, it's a great show. When I they know. actually made it a half hour long. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, when they made the jump. Have you seen those Bat Metal videos? With, like, the Batman death metal band? Yeah, they're all right. Those are done by, by, by Deathlock. That's, the, that's their songs. Oh, it's Brandon Smalls? Yeah. Now, he didn't do those videos, but the song... No, the, the songs from... are his. Okay. The animation's done by a couple Russian guys. Okay. That's still cool. They're, the second one's really messed up. <laughs> it, it's very much an internet cartoon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. the same kind of jokes you would see in any internet parody yeah. video. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things that are terrible, there is a, to, to, a movie franchise to end all movie franchises for the most cash grab happy company in the world that I've ever seen. There Rovio. Is an, oh, wait, no, we're yeah. talking about it. <laughs> yes, we are talking about Rovio. Oh. Nice. Nailed it. Yes. I thought maybe you were talking about Sony. No. Angry Birds. The movie. Yeah. I don't want to give this a whole lot of airtime because, you know, I don't... There One, there's really not much to talk about other than the Angry Bird movie is coming and it looks bad. They've released a trailer and... It blows. It, it's horrible. <laughs> there's... None of the jokes hit. Everybody looks weird. <laughs> yeah. Now, is this a case of it just not being for us? Is this a case for for it just being like for kids and we're just not in the demographic? Or is Probably. it just because it's not good? Probably it's a little not good. <laughs> yeah. A little I mean, column A, little column B. I mean, okay. don't get me wrong. I like the Angry Birds games. I have all of them on my phone. Yeah. Well, there's not really much to them, you know? No, what? no. They're, they're a ripoff of Crash the Castle, but... I like the RPG one. It's a good time waste. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and they've got a couple of the the, the, the licensed uh, property ones, like the Transformers and uh, Star Wars. Star Wars, yep. Angry Birds Space was fantastic. Space was amazing. I really liked that I game. I really liked the mechanics in space, and I'm glad they brought them back for the Star Wars one. But uh, anyway, the movie looks dumb. I mean, the characters don't look right, and they, they changed the... Now, granted, it was like how to get around, you know, birds that... Bird heads that have no bodies, or, you know, what are you going to do? So they gave them arms and legs, and they look ridiculous. <laughs> but they And they already have cartoons where they don't look weird. Yeah, well, yeah. those are also the official Rovio ones. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. This is dumb. And, like, it seems like the red bird, like, has an actual legitimate anger problem, and that's just weird. It's yeah, like, that is weird. It's not really funny. That's, like, something people suffer from. <laughs> yeah, like, all the other birds on the island are seem pretty chill. Like, uh, Chuck, the yellow bird, is, like... Every character Josh, Josh Gad is forced to play in every movie he's in. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's just, uh, long story short, it looks like a really dumb movie. Okay. Like, anger can be funny, but the way they're treating it in this trailer, it's just kind of weird. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, like the other birds are trying to help Red with his anger, and he can't cope. Huh. Like, you, like at the end, you see the bird, like, actually trying to deal with his anger and, like, trying not to get angry, and it's like, it's not funny. It's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, he's actually trying to deal with his problem, and it's not funny. Hmm. Well, we got a couple little quick hits here. Um, Men in Black Reboot, what do you guys think? Do we need it? No. No. Okay. Neuralize yeah. the, the, the Sony Zex for that one. Yeah, just let it be a trilogy and be done. Yeah. Yeah, but they're, they're making a new trilogy. Yes. They've already said this is going to be a new trilogy. Why? We don't why, need it. Why bother? What's left? 
There's no, there's nothing sacred in this world anymore. They did a time travel movie, so they're out of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Next next up, um, Legends of Zelda. If they do a live action movie, should Link be played by a man or a woman? Well, they've said a girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I forget his full name. Tezuka. Yeah. One of the dudes that was instrumental in creating the world of Zelda said, you know, let's have Link played by, I think he said, a boyish girl. Yeah. Well, because Link has always been kind of androgynous. Oh, yeah. yeah. But a lot of Japanese characters tend to, be, tend to flow that way. Yeah. I think it makes sense. Sure. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, some of the best Link cosplays I've ever seen are girls. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at the old Peter Pan movie. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Well, and Link's design is based on Peter Pan. Yeah. so Like, it literally is. It so works. it makes sense. Yeah, and I mean, this movie is, if they do a, a Legends of Zelda movie, it'll probably be uh, Japanese, then, which will get subtitled and brought over here. Oh, and straight, and straight to DVD Straight to DVD, of course. So, I mean, why not? It a, works. A lot of people uh, in the comments are super ticked about it. Well, and like, that's comment sections, though. Yeah, but like... I think people have this picture in their head of Link that is totally not who Link is. Yeah. They think he's some kind of tough, like, knight guy. And it's like, no, he's a effeminate, you know, kid running around in tights. Like, yeah. I mean, the, the character was purposely made androgynous so that male or female players can project themselves onto it. You know? I mean, yeah. c- come on. In Triforce Heroes... One of the outfits you can get for your links is Zelda's dress. Or Another a cheerleader. A cheerleader. There, yeah. are, there are the multiple cheer- there, female There are the, is the cheerleader, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yeah, I whatever. mean, they've never really, I mean, very, very rare instances they've ever, ever, ever like, put Link and Zelda so much into a romantic relationship. No, almost never. 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 Like, the, the cartoon series back in the day. Yeah, which well, that's not canon. Well, excuse no. me, princess. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, once in a while, like, Zelda might give him, like, a peck on the cheek, and that's it. Yeah. There's never been this whole, like, I mean, yes, there's the whole fan thing where everyone draws them in. But that's fan things. I know, I know. I can see it, them being in a relationship. I can see them not being in a relationship. I honestly don't think they're supposed to be, though. No. Who knows? I mean, Link, and that's the thing. Link is not a, like, a knight. He's, he's He's always been kind of an agile warrior. You're... Most of the time, you're dodging around stuff. Well, we've talked about this online. He's closer to, like, a bard character. Oh, yeah. If, if you want to look at it, like, strict D&D, like, stat-wise, he's oh. more of, like, a multi-class bard warrior, like, cross or whatever. Yeah. I mean, he's... He's always playing an instrument. Light armor. Yeah, Always playing armor. an instrument. Yeah. Proficient in magic and physical attacks. The dude can't wear iron boots without walking, like, he weighs five million pounds. But yeah. he has to poop really <laughs> bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I have no problem with this. No, no, no. It, I think it, it would look great. I think it would be amazing. Miyamoto or, also said that if they were going to do a, another Mario movie, he would want the, Mario, the Marios played by twins. That's fine. Yeah, Because they're fine. twins. Yeah. Hey, why don't, why don't are, we get are a... Are they twins? Yes. Are they twins? Yoshi's yeah. Island. Oh, oh, yeah. Why don't we get that guy that played the Winklevoss twins in the Facebook movie? Slaps <laughs> <laughs> some mustaches on them. Yeah, give them a boat they can row. He, he also mentioned that in the original Mario Brothers movie, Luigi was played by a very handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, uh, I'm sure John Leguizamo is thrilled to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Probably doesn't know who he is. Yep. All right, so hey, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, actually, we have one more real quick. Um, what do you think about this? FanDuel.com, which has been a fantasy uh, sports 
like website, right? Yep. It's been in the news a lot lately. Yeah. And there's commercials. Every other commercial on Hulu. It is fan. Yeah. Good. They are going to start tracking um, esports, like yeah. League of Legends and stuff like that. What do you guys think of that? It's it's another step esports is taking into becoming a mainstream thing. Yeah. I mean, yes, esports have popped up on some of the, 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 the more higher end ESPN channels that. Not everybody watches. ESPN ate the Ocho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's almost a sport, we'll cover it. Pretty much. I mean, you know, you know, like the ESPN networks that cover like the sumo wrestling championships in Japan. And oh, stuff, yeah. Which I've actually sat down and watched. It's all those MOBA games that I don't understand. Yeah, right. It's a lot of MOBAs, first-person shooters, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I tried to play Heroes of the Storm not too long ago, and I got through the tutorial, and I'm like, okay, okay, I think I get this. This seems like it might be fun. And then I played a match, and I'm like, this is terrible, I, and immediately deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's interesting to see where it's actually, like, people actually caring enough. Yeah, and, yeah. And, it, and it shows you both the good and the bad when it comes with v- and the, the video- problems that we've had. Yes, with the <laughs> video game community. Um, I mean, cool, awesome. It's getting recognition, but at the same time, I th- it, it's part of that community that's kind of like the terrible part of our our culture. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. What what are MOBAs simulating? What is it supposed <laughs> to be like? Like, if you're playing a first-person shooter, you're simulating combat between people. What is the what is a MOBA? It's like a war-type battle, but then there's these small units going through, following a line like robots, and you got these big guys that are the main... What is it simulating? I can't tell you. I haven't, I haven't sat Dynasty down Warriors. for MOBA long enough to actually... <laughs> Dynasty Warriors, the tower defense? Yeah, it's like a real-time strategy, but not really. Like it, I don't. Uh, how MOBAs even started in a little history here? It's they took they modded Warcraft three and made it into uh, Dawn of the Ancients, which was the original the original original MOBA, and uh, it's they just kind of grew from there. It's basically like that with a like a arena battle like Warcraft PvP style kind of thing that kind of just grew and people liked it. It's it's like a bunch of arbitrary rules that got made up and piled on top of each other that overall don't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. I don't get it, but people <laughs> seem to love it. So people love it and it's popular right yeah. now. Yeah. So I think we need to go ahead and wrap it up here. Um, sorry, we're kind of cutting it short. You're listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. We've got some great stuff over there. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash nerdoverload We website. have 299 likes on that page. We need one more to get that to get that bump this last time I checked. Nerd Overload! So go over there, take two seconds, and, and hit that like button. Get us that three hundo. Yeah. Do it. Give us thumbs up. Man, I got 99 followers on Twitter. Somebody give me one more so I got the 100. <laughs> <laughs> I was in at 101, but I lost two. Huh. I'm sorry. I don't know what I did. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, anyway, you can tweet at us at nerd underscore overload. You can email us with any questions or comments at staff at nerdoverload.com. Yeah, we are still waiting for those song requests. Hey, I'm going to put this question out there for the listeners. Did you watch The Muppets? What did you think of it? Yeah, let us know. We're curious to hear it. So anyway, uh, thank you again for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Hasta la vista. This show was sponsored in part by 29 Brew Pub and Wood Fired Pizza and To Die For Cupcakes.